Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. On with us today, you guys, uh, five and one uh, at the Razorback Invitational back at home in Bogle Park. Uh, obviously, you guys took care of business being five and one. You moved to 13 and three overall, but. Obviously, it was a huge weekend historically for the Razorback sports program. You, you know, obviously what happened with Hagen Smith, 17 strikeouts, and Caleb Battle, 42 points. But Robin Heron with the perfect games only happened twice. Mary Half, who used to do a call with us a couple yeah. years ago, was the other. Uh, talk about being a part of that uh, perfect game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we were hoping that when we got to about the fifth inning, uh, I was at the scoreboard and I noticed that uh, there were no hits, no walks, nothing. Um, and so... I was super excited. I didn't say anything to anyone because I didn't want um, there to be bad juju or something. But <laughs> yes. um, I was so proud of Robin. She's been working so hard um, on her mental game. And also, I mean, she's a stud when she pitches. But it was literally amazing. I think I was just so happy for her to see her success. So, um, yeah, it was it was such a fun you know that's that's interesting roger that you know hannah that's always a thing you hear the major leaguers talking about where you don't say anything to anybody's got a no hitter i'm just wondering if 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 did anybody say anything for example i know that devo davis turned around to caleb battle and said look at the scoreboard man you got 40 points you may hit 50 i wonder if anybody you think you think nobody said anything to her the whole game until it was over i don't think they did at all i think you know I think they knew. I think looking at the scoreboard, you can kind of uh, tell. I don't think anyone <laughs> said a thing. Um, so I think that helped her not to, you know, she said that the last pitch, you know, she could tell because everyone started standing up and she said she started shaking and was nervous. But um, <laughs> the last girl was actually the one that was touching her kind of the best, yeah. um, at least hitting the ball. So she said she got a little nervous about that, but um, yeah. So she, she did amazing. So obviously the crowd probably knew it. You could, did the, could you? I don't know how big the crowd was, but could you sense that everybody in the stadium they knew what was going on? They were they were seeing what was happening from inning to inning, and and the hype got that more and more in the stadium. Yeah, I I think so. I think really, um, you know, the first couple innings you just kind of look up there and you're like, okay, no hits, right. but I don't think you think about that at the time. But especially when you start getting in. Um, the last couple innings and the last couple outs, you really start to notice. So I think fans are pretty in tune with that for sure. Sure. So you guys, it's uh, you, you guys are doing these invitational, these tournaments. You've done three now in a row. This week is the Whoopi Classic. Roger got four different teams. Do you like doing these deals where you know, obviously, when you settle in the conference, it's one team. I guess you will play. I guess four games, and you play like this week. You play five games. One of them is a doubleheader on Friday, and it's three. I think it's three different teams. One, two, yeah, three different teams. Do you like these kind of formats? Yes, I I personally do. Um, I like playing a lot in a weekend. I think when you get to SEC, it's kind of you know down to three games, um, and so that's good for your body from that aspect, from that kind of point. But I really enjoy getting a lot of games in at the beginning because you feel more prepared going into SEC play, and, you know, you get to see more live pitching. So I like it a lot, and I love playing at home. Sleeping in my own bed is is really great. So, Did, did you guys, Hannah, uh, did you guys know historically what was happening 
I mean, you've got your own team and your own focus to do, but with what uh, Hagen Smith did Friday night with 16 strike, uh, 17 strikeouts, like an 18 batters, and then Caleb Battle with 42 points, the, the track team with two SEC championships on you know, the weekend. Were you in the gymnastics team beat the highest-ranked team ever? Are, are you oblivious to all those other things because you're so focused on softball, or do you sort of, because of social media, sort of know what's going on with the other sports? Yeah. So at first, I, like, you know, after it had kind of happened, I didn't see it at that time. Um, but the next day, whenever I was looking at Twitter, um, I saw it. And so, you know, thank goodness for social media, because without social media, I would have no idea. Um, so, yeah, I think we really try to stay in tune with especially other sports. You know, um, we love supporting um, other sports, but especially women's sports. So, um, yeah, I think at the time, you know, we were kind of, really involved with, with our game. But when the game's over, um, it is awesome to see that other Razorback sports are succeeding and doing well, too. Uh, we're visiting with Hannah Gamble, brought to you by UMS Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Uh, yeah, back at home, back at Bogle, obviously your your you know your favorite place to play, and it's, it's nice to do. And uh, and I hadn't, we, we really hadn't had a chance to ask you, what is your – uh, school class schedule like? How many hours are you taking? What kind of class load? Is it easy-peasy since you're a senior? Or uh, what are you doing class-wise? Yeah, I'm in 15 hours, so that's yeah. quite a lot yeah. um, for a senior. But it is all online, um, which is great. So wow. Do you like that? And do, so for those that don't know, and I've wondered about this myself, when you say it's online, does that mean you can go online anytime to see what the teacher is teaching, or do you have to go on live like a Zoom at a particular time for that particular class? So this is meaning it's all so it's all online, meaning that I just look at my classes. It's pretty much like self-paced. So you do it when you when you like need to, but you don't wow. jump on a Zoom or anything like that. Wow. I purposely did that so during season I wouldn't have to worry about going to class. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good strategy. You know, those of us, yep. those of us old guys never had that choice to, to not have to go to class. So, although I think Roger, we might have struggled if we go. Hey, no you don't have to go to class. Right. You just got to keep up with everything because we didn't even have computers. Well, if that's yeah, how are you going to copy off somebody like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. You can't copy off anybody. You can't. You can't. Yeah, that's a, that could either we wonder what you could go one or two ways, Hannah. You can either it's great because you don't have to spend the time going to class. You do, but you have to be very self-disciplined to stay up with everything, right? You got to make sure no one's coming out of your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's actually this is my first semester kind of being online, but I've really enjoyed it just because I can pretty much do my classwork from anywhere, whether that's at home or. Um, in a coffee shop or whatever. So it's been really nice um, and a lot less stress not having to worry about um, going to campus. But. but you know what, though, Hannah? You know, see, Roger, what I, I think, again, I get it. This is the technology allows this. COVID, we saw with this happened. But there's something, Hannah, <laughs> for example, I used to live uh, in Wilson Sharp Dorm, which is over there right by Barnhill in the football stadium. And I would have a class in the where the hotel is. I can't think of the hotel now on the corner of the campus. 
It's right there where Old Main. The inn at Colonel Hall. Colonel Hall, yeah, Colonel Hall. I actually took classes in Colonel Hall before it was a hotel, <laughs> and I actually took classes, Hannah, in Old Main. We had classes in Old Main, and so we would have to walk all that way. You had to manage your time. It was snowing. You had to get out in the snow and walk. So you get. Did you President have, Kennedy ever come to your school? <laughs> you I mean, never. How old were you, you don't. You miss out on the joy of, and then also sitting in class, figuring out who you're gonna. You know, like Roger said, yeah, it would be the smartest one you could copy off of. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like you're missing part of the school experience, but you, but you have had that for four year, three years already, right? So you've had a little bit of yes. class experience. Yeah, I I've been on campus every year, and um, I actually um, am, per, am going to go to my master's here at Arkansas, so I will be in person, um, which will be nice. But I'm I was excited to just kind of take a step away. Oh, and, sure. You know, just be able to focus on softball. So Heck of a deal. I wish we could have done that back in the day. Uh, I, you know I, I think the classes, like, if it's like 30 people or under, I think there's a pretty good value in going. I think the lecture ones, just put those. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah the, the, yeah, the large lecture. I'm yeah. with you. Those, That's just sort of a silly deal. But you know what? You think a guy's Roger like Joe Klein, he wouldn't have made it without me being there in his class for him to be able to get answers from. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> not, not true. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it does save... Two, three minutes of walk time. Yeah, listen, it, listen. The fact that I didn't have to get out and walk across campus and be late or get, listen, I had classes early in the morning. And of course, we had to be back by two o'clock. Again, this is old man radio talk here. Uh, Hannah complaining about yeah, our day. It was back. all black and white. There, <laughs> there was nothing in color back then. Did you see anybody walk to school? I'm just curious. Any of them walk to classes in Crocs and pajama pants? No, I okay. don't think so. What the girls today do pajamas, but they, they wouldn't allow that. They wouldn't allow you to walk in with well, pajamas. Well, you don't, don't know, know what they I allow. Know. I don't know what they allow anymore. Um, <laughs> Hannah is brought to you by UMS Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Hannah, uh, I was going to ask, we, today we were talking about weird things that you ate as a kid. Uh, for example, like Roger and I, uh, I remember when I was six or seven, I went to the kitchen and I occasionally would eat a ketchup sandwich. Yep. He would eat a mustard uh, a sandwich where you just put ketchup on the, in between. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, yeah, so there's just, uh, here's one with chili and cinnamon rolls, spaghetti noodles with canned beans. Is there anything that Hannah Gamble ate as a little kid that was sort of weird? Uh, I still eat it, actually, but I like eggs and ketchup. Okay. Well, actually, Roger, that's a – well, I take that back. We, we always think of eggs and uh, – I mean uh, – Eggs by – you're talking about scrambled eggs? Ketchup yeah. and, um, and, and uh, hatch browns. I see that, yeah, I see yeah. that more you than – You can do the mix. Eggs and – I don't think I've heard the ketchup and eggs uh, combo before. But not a sandwich. You're talking about on a plate. Just, just on a, yeah, just ketchup on an egg. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've heard that. That's the first one. I'd I'm, have to have – so I could do it, but I'd have to have a meat. When, you, when, did, when did you start doing that, Hannah, and what prompted you to put ketchup on an egg? Um, I used to go to my grandma's house and she would make me biscuits and gravy and eggs and ketchup. And so I, <laughs> I love it. That's it. I love it. Granny, Granny goes, Hannah. That's it. Hand gam, you put some ketchup on those eggs, I'm young lady. I'm telling you right now. That, you know what? And that makes it even better. That makes it even better. I love better. it. The yeah. what, what did you call your grandma? Mimi. What is it? Mimi. Mimi. I had a Mimi. I had a Mimi. Me too. Oh, you had a Mimi too? Yeah. yeah. Samantha's Mimi. Is that right? And here's the other issue. My daughter's name is Meredith, and sometimes we we, we call her Mimi a lot of times. Is that right? So it was confused, and she said, well, Mama can't be Mimi because I'm Mimi. It was a whole different <laughs> but, you know. Uh, I love, I uh, love Mimi, Mimi. overrode that. Uh, uh, the older Mimi overrode that. Well, Hannah, take care of business this week on the Woo Pick Classic, and we're not going to make the mistake that we made last week. Do you know and, what and mistake we, we, we made? We apologize. Yes. We Wait. Did. 
We didn't. We didn't. Oh, we didn't, got you. We didn't clap got it. Out, we didn't clap it out, and, that, and we got in trouble with our listeners. Go, how dare you? Yeah, they how did. dare you? How, did, how dare you curse Hannah and the softball team by not giving the uh, the clap out? Were we on the road That's last right. week? I think we were. Were I think we, we at Ava Bella? I forget where we were. We, oh, I think oh. we were on the road. That's no excuse. So Hannah, do will you will you please clap us out, please? Yep. Two claps and a two. Two. <laughs>